Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for real on Society 13 Networks.
Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hello. Hey, it's an all-music show. That's what we're all about here. That was Dandy Brown. Guy is phenomenal. I, I, I was so proud to have met him by mistake. Uh, we're talking about an English teacher from where? Uh, California. Joshua Tree, yeah. California, but originally from Ohio. And yeah, an English teacher that apparently has music on the side. This guy is very talented. That was, again, Dandy Brown. Check him out. You're going to hear more. We, I've got a shitload of music from him, and it's all good. But not tonight. We have to break it up. we got a lot of new stuff mm-hmm. going on here. This, 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 you know, what's the show called? Bands to what? To look out for for 2015. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Miss Diesel. We're a little out of practice. It's been a couple yes, of weeks. It has been. Uh, there was a lot going on. Um, I hope you listened to the Christine Starkey show with the other side, which is a phenomenal other take on the zombie genre, if you will. Um, but yeah, when I say all music, that's what we're doing here. We're just going to introduce you to some bands here. We got a lot. Of, well, we some veterans too. Um, Eric Powell, 16 Volt, uh, a regular on the show, and 16 Volt is no more. Very, very sad, mm, but you're going to hear, you're going to hear Black December. Which is really good stuff. Strong. I mean, very strong, yes. Strong stuff. Yes. And it's still in the vein of 16 volt, but I, I don't know if he'd be upset if I, I said that or not. It is slightly different. Um, decide for yourself. You're going to hear some of that too. And definitely, you know, you're going to hear some other stuff, but we should get into, what do you think? Uh, want to do a little metal? We haven't had like just some pure metal in a while. Mm. Pittsburgh what metal. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking shrouded in neglect. Shrouded in neglect. Or neglect. Shrouded in neglect. Shrouded in neglect. Nathan Kepner. I met him back in the day uh, when I did that crazy show uh, somewhere, uh, God, Lawrenceville, 10 bands, and I, I met them, uh, S.I.N. Shrouded in neglect. And I screwed up the show I played their song on because they sent me a song with the... Uh, <laughs> Abbreviation RMX at the end, which of course means remix. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an idiot, but I actually said, uh, here's their new song, REMX. Oh. REMX. Oh. I said REMX. REMX. Yeah. It was just miserable. I don't know what I was doing. Uh, probably just too much on my plate at the time, like I do right now. Well, there were 10 bands. So yes, there were know. 10 bands and 10 too many bands. Yes. But they yes. were great. But yeah, let's, let's get into a little metal right now. Nathan Kepner, my buddy. Uh, let's hear the haunting. This is their latest release, if you will. No, you have oh, another. Wait, we will. wait, wait, Miss Miss D. Miss D, do you have another plan here? I have like... no other plans. Although, uh, since we've been getting so much snow, I wanted to call this show "Half a Foot of Music." <laughs> Jesus, come on! <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. Shrouded in neglect. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was really good. That was the haunting. I really enjoyed it. That's the last, uh, the, the latest release. Uh, they have an album out right now. We'll get more information on them. We're going to get them in here at some point too. Now, um, I got to say, I'm kind of angry at horror lately. I've even like given it up to the point where I'm watching chick flicks. Oh, um, yeah, flicks. yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say Annabelle. And that's all I got to say about that. 
Didn't deliver? Uh, I don't know what they're trying to deliver. The Conjuring was awesome. I don't know. They went the route that just was not scary. That should have been like on the Hallmark Channel. I'm sorry, but uh, enough. Mm. That was that was so disappointing. Uh, but yeah, I did watch a chick flick, and I enjoyed it by far more because there was there was more emotional involvement. What chick flick was? Um, it? Please tell. If I stay. If I stay. If I stay. Mm. Based on the book, uh, Hit Girl is in it. What's her name? Moretz. What's her name? Chloe. Chloe Moretz. Chloe Moretz. Yeah, there's Moretz, like, like I don't three names. You, you put three names in the title. I'm never going to remember your mm. name. Uh, but she's great. I thought she was great as Hit Girl and uh, what everything else. Well, Carrie. I mean, you know, why did well, why did you remake that? Really. Wait, wait. But she was fantastic. If I stay is great. Grab your box of Kleenex and find your emotions. That's all I'm going to no. say. Oh, yeah, because I got yeah. Well, that's I, a huggable I, moment. Not really. That's a I, care bear moment. But I did find my emotions during that one. It was pretty freaking good. Uh, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Well, you, what you got do any I got? Shows? What are you watching other than Mob Wives? <laughs> Mob Wives, Biggie, and shout out. Mob Wives. Come on, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Oh, um, Drita. Nah, oh, anyway, so, um, I got, I guess, that the three series Sons of Liberty. Oh, Sons of Liberty. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I, I'm only one episode in. I did not watch the whole thing. I taped it, but I thought, Sam Adams, kinda hot. He Good. brews his own beer. That's right. Seriously? Kinda, kinda nice, but that's about as far as I got into it. Cause uh, you thought his, he was good looking, that's it. Well, but um, historically, I was like, it's Some rock. It it's rock little, and roll yeah. history, is what it is. Yeah. It's rock and roll history. I, it totally is. Yeah. I got to the end yeah. of the, the, the first, and the, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's fun, but yeah, I, I wouldn't base I, I, yeah. your your standard of history I, on this. I wouldn't show. teach a history lesson from it. Let's just say that. I, as a matter of fact, I go drunken history before I go <laughs> Sons of Liberty, which also really good show. I enjoy that. <laughs> It's All right, fun. Well, let's move along here because we do have another band coming up here. Oh. These are veterans. My buddy yes. Matthew Hadges, and I'm sorry, it's either Hadges or Hadges. It's hard to pronounce when you see the spelling. Mm. Hadges? Hadges is good. But oh. the band is Mr. Vertigo, and I dig them. Uh, you guys, well, you've heard them before. We did the Misfits Medley on here medley several awesome. times because I can't get enough of it. But they, uh, they had a radio hit in Boston in 2005. Yes. And uh, we're going to play I'm Alone right now in honor of... Uh, <laughs> the movie, If I Stay. <laughs> <laughs> When it's 
right, that was I'm Alone by Mr. Vertigo. Thanks very much, guys, for your support. I really appreciate it. Now, uh, we've got all kinds of things coming up. It, it is Super Bowl weekend, but before we can talk about the Super Bowl, which to me is kind of lame, deflatable, um, yes. we got the next week is the second half of The Walking Dead, right? It is. Are you sure? I think it is. Oh, oh, oh. Our mascot. Oh, Carl the Zombie says yes, it is coming up. Carl the Zombie. Carl the Zombie. Yeah, man. So, you looking forward to Walking Dead? Do you think it's going to hold up to the first half? Gosh, I hope so. Um. Gosh. <laughs> gosh darn it. I sure hope so. Gee willikers. Oh, hot dog. Um, hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Oh, gee. Aww. Oh, meow, dog, meow, meow. All right. Okay, so, of us. Um, 60s rendition of swearing. Yes, so I, I think it will hold up. I don't know. Everything's gone to pop there. I, I don't know what to expect. Pop tarts? What to expect. What? Going, the, going to pop? Pot, pot. Oh. Everything pot, went to oh. pot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking? <laughs> Not that. <laughs> but, uh, anywho. Well, you just heard from our mascot, Carl, who's been around since the onset of Kettle Whistle Radio. Um, uh, I just wonder, now you know what, I don't want to ask this question because people what? will answer it for me. If Carl's going to die, you know, or is he going to take over? Is he going to be the new Ranger Rick? Um, mm, he has I, the hat for it. They, they have, they have a composite of characters right now that now it's very volatile if you kill somebody off because all of them are draws for people to watch. Right. So that's what happens when you have a show like that. It's now it's dangerous for the production to kill somebody off, where before it was dangerous for the actors to be in it. <laughs> right. I mean, there's like two. Well, but you know, they they kill they kill off people when you least expect it. But not anymore. And I haven't read the comic book, so I don't. And I don't want to. I don't want to know what's going on. Although if, I know that they kind of do their own TV version of what was written in the comic. The bottom books. line is, if Rick, Daryl, or Michonne die, there's a lot. Of, there's a <laughs> lot of people that are not going to watch mm-hmm. it. Any of those those three people die. Yes. The rest of them are filler, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Well, every episode, I'm like, don't kill Daryl and leave that baby alone. Of course, the every... coolest thing they could ever do is kill all three. Then you might have everybody watching, like, where the hell are they going to go from here? Oh my but God. No, that I'm just glad there's either. not a dog in it. It would just like set me over the edge. Yeah, well, that would. I'd be like, no, leave the puppy alone. Well, that that that, that is like the lo- the line. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know <laughs> that's you know, my line in no, all Pippin, horror movies. Pippin in, in Jaws, you know, the dog disappears. <gasps> oh, Pippin. Yeah, yeah, dogs dying, even like in the best movies. Uh, you know, the thing. My John Carpenter dogs getting shred. Mm-hmm. I hate that. That is one thing you know. People fine, but dogs. No, I, I I swore I wouldn't kill a dog in one of my pieces. And if you ever do, you're in trouble. I, I did one off screen, but that's different. Uh, anyway, what? so moving on. I, I will say this because again, horror movies are falling flat lately. Falling they are. flat. Um, I, I was on a flight to L.A. recently. And you're limited to about eight movies you can watch. And I watched Maze Runner, the Maze Runner, based on the book. Mm-hmm. And it's a teeny bop book, I think. It's a teeny, like yeah, it's a teeny, yeah, kind of thing. But it was by far more violent than Which any I of read them. Those books, I'm not criticizing. Than any of them combined, it was more violent and darker than a lot of horror movies I've watched of late. Because the con- you're looking at Lord of the Flies. But then it goes beyond Lord of the Flies. I mean, you know where it's going. If, if you've watched movies or read books in the past 20 years, you know where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, you're kind of surprised at how far they do go. Um, 
it's really good. It's well made, and uh, I can't say too much without ruining it. But yeah, think Lord of the Flies, turn up a notch, okay, or here's ten. A, here's a question: The Hunger Games. I read the books, and you were like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Um, you said that another movie had done it better. Yeah, Battle Royal. Okay, so was Battle Royal better than the Maze Runner, or more violent, or more whatever? Visceral. Are they kind of different. It was first and more visceral. Yes. And you're dealing with younger kids. Okay, so when was that movie made? Uh, like early 2000s, late 90s, I think. There's, oh, okay. there's three of them now, I think. But, um, I like Battle Royal the best of all of them because nothing was done like that. We just glossed it up here in America and called it the Hunger Games. Um, and I've, you know, a lot of people beg okay. to differ with me on that. I do like the Hunger Games. But I saw it first with Battle Royal, and it was so much more darker. Just, okay. Well, I read I read the books for The Hunger Games, and I thought the books were better, let's, which is let's, let's, always let's, the case when you read a book, I think. But let's not forget, Lord of the Flies was first. Yeah, Lord of the Flies was first. Um, I'll admit something. I've read Lord of the Flies. Meh. I, okay. I didn't love the book, so even though it's it. a classic, whatever. I like the Hunger Games better. <laughs> See, here's where Maze Runner is different. It's not, it's, um, it's a microcosm, a microcosmic horror that's happening. It's not like the whole world is watching. Okay. It's, it's happening here and it, it makes it that much more scarier because there is no help coming. So nobody knows it's there is going no on kind of winner. thing. There's no winner. You could look at winning, oh, okay. winning in a different, very different perspective. So it is different. Yeah. There's no glam. There's none of this, you know, TV and all the bullshit that we see on, you know, TMZ that the Hunger Games is kind of making fun of. It's right. very different. Very right. different. And that's all. Yeah. Again, I took okay, flack cool. for comparing, uh, the Hunger Games to, uh, Battle Royal, whatever, but Battle Royal was first, and it's right. mu- it's really it's more well, visceral. You, it's more visceral. Well, and as you and I both know, everybody is influenced by something. So, whoever made Battle Royale was probably influenced by Lord of the Flies, and vice versa. And I mean, everybody has their influences and things. So, and so those all piggyback off of each other. I, I'm sure. It, Our piggy, ideas. D- piggy? No pun intended. <laughs> All right, so here you take the conch shell. Mo- <laughs> it's your turn. Move on. Moving Look, along. We're gonna move on to Friendly Stalker by the Long Knives, oh. a Pittsburgh band. Yes. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna say. <laughs> you just want me to. William Ridding Riddinger. William Riddinger. Riddinger. Okay. Riddinger, yes. There's several names. You could you could say his name. So William Ridding Riddinger. <laughs> I can't say that. I don't know why. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> Sorry, Bill R. <laughs> Sorry. Don't hate me for this. <laughs> anyway, so the idea here is they did tour Europe. Okay, they're a Pittsburgh band and um, very much have the uh, the sound of Joy Division. Yes. Now that hey, the jury's out on what you like and what you don't like. This is they encompass the sound of Joy Division, and that to me, um, it's really cool if you could recreate that. And it's very grungier, very jammier. I, I, whereas, uh, I think Joy Division was more bouncier. Cause they were, when they played, they played in these warehouses and live shows where it was danceable and stuff. But these guys, they, oh, I love the guitar work in this stuff. I just love mm-hmm. it. So, let, yeah, let's listen to a little bit of, uh, the Long Knives Friendly Stalker.
that was The Long Knives with Friendly Stalker. Thank you, William Redinger. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. Appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. And this is the all music show. Music to look out for for 2015 because your radio is not bringing it to you. Radio sucks sewage, okay? And they are not going to give you new music. They're, I mean, they're still playing. Oh, my God. The playlist. It's mm. the same since freaking 1994. I think I heard the gin blossoms this morning. Oh, my um, God. Like, like they're they new. They have their time and their place, well, but I well, guess. Here, here's a new one. I guess. the gin blossoms. I, come on, guys. Coming I mean, really, straight like, to you. That young me. guy, Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's, like, there's so much out there right now. Yes, you do have to go online and look for it, whatever. Now, the way I look at that, I take the David Lynch approach. Watch, if you watch movies on your phone, on your phone, you're an asshole. Okay? David, <laughs> and you're constantly recharging. David Lynch is the man for saying that, okay? You should search for bands in clubs, in bars, okay? And, <laughs> Don't go to a Best Buy. I was there today, and the freaking section is its shrunk down to, like, one aisle. And it's just all bands that are on rotation on XM and Sirius. But when I say rotation, constant rotation, not new stuff. Uh, it's just its a, just a sad state of affairs. And that's why we're doing this. That's, this. That is why I do Kettle Whistle Radio. Yes, I'm angry about music and the state of affairs, whatever. But you got to find the fun in it, and that's what, why we do this. But there's and also a lot of really good music out there if you look for you it. you got to look. you got to search. Absolutely. <sighs> Deep breath. Mm. All right, let me calm down. And speaking of new music, I, I do think that one thing you kind of have to search for is New authors and new books that are coming out. And I believe, was it today? (laughs) Today? I think you're right. Yes. Today, someone's book came out. It's called Dwelling in the Dark. Um, Our very own David J. Fairhead, his second novel, came out today, uh, Burning Bulb Publishing. It's an anthology. It's an anthology, yes. It's, um, and I've, I've read it. It's, it's very, very, very good. <laughs> um, it's the Vicodin of pain products. What? No, stop it. Anyways, so it's all, you know, short stories, all kinds of different stories, um, horror based, because that's what he does. But I'm going to read, even though he doesn't want me to, <laughs> no. I'm going to read, a, <laughs> stay in the room, sit. Um, I'm going to read, I guess, what, what do you call on the book. What is it? The, the, the elevator. The elevator. Okay. Oh, I, I, on the escalator down. <laughs> Stay there. Don't get on the escalator. Okay. Here's just a little synopsis for you. A little, a little taste, if you will. Um, so bear with me. This is in the elevator of the book. Oh, actually, I wrote this. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> a place where three children faced a monstrous foe can only pray that their... That their place is not good. That place is not good. You distracted me, and that's not fair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm making faces. Yeah, stop. Don't. You know what? I'm going to look the other way while I okay. read the elevator of the book. It's all mine. A place where three children facing a monstrous foe can only pray that their bloody summer would just come to an end. Go back to the 1960s, the commune, where overindulging hippies use a mage's diary to control the end of the world, only to see firsthand that their drug-induced visions have horrific ramifications where a young boy's visit to a haunted house becomes a lesson in residual morality. My favorite. The story deeper plunges two brothers into a sinkhole only to find they are being hunted by an insidious creature from its depths. I know where that sinkhole 
Visit the Old West as hero Decker Collins battles evil gunslingers and demon eye. An island hiding in America's backyard houses vile human humans being controlled by horrific scientific experiments where the everyday monotony of pharmaceuticals induces us to an evil future. How did love and friendship harvest an ancient evil that now resides in a cave only promising hideous death for those who enter? In Worlds Apart, a witch passes judgment to controlling the land as a vengeful succubus who now decides the fate of two embattled clans of farmers. Dwelling in the dark, 11 stories that hide in your closet, under your bed, and stay entrenched in your mind. Presented by reoccurring antagonists that weave bloody trails and leave the tales of these characters, dri- these character-driven stories. Spiders. Um, yeah, there's a lot of spiders intertwining through that. They tell the stories. Very, yes. very good. Thank you so no, much. Not so Thank good, you. but no, no, yes. No, that's all right. It was real. That's it, the elevator. It was real. Sorry. It's the first time I've heard it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. We can't forget Rise of the Dead. Okay. That's out there right now with Burning Bowl Press. You can yes. find both these books on Amazon.com, Dwelling in the Dark and Rise of the Dead. Now, Rise of the Dead, John Russo, co-writer, creator with George Romero of Night of the Living Dead, put this anthology together. Nelson W. Piles, Paul Wargelin. Myself, some other people. <laughs> of course, Gary Vincent from Burning Ball Publishing, yes, Rich Bottle. Now, it, 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 all these stories—they they, oh, seventeen stories—take place between 1967 and 69. The timeline of Night of the Living Dead, the original. So we're we're going back to basics here, folks. Look up Rise of the Dead. Look up and it's Dwelling in the Dark. Takes of things that perhaps happened in that. Timeline. Yes, yeah, it's very yeah. nostalgic. Really cool. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yes. So you John Russo fans, by all means, uh, he wrote the first one about the first zombie ever. As far as I'm concerned, he always did. There were plenty before him, but they just weren't scary. <laughs> and we've when we've been to the different uh, Comic Cons and conventions with Mr. Russo, and we've 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 seen his groupies, and we're like, wow, okay, John. Yeah, work did. it, work it. He's, I've said it before. He's lovely. I love him. <laughs> he gets the ladies. He gets the ladies. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to Eric Powell. Eric Powell? Jesus Eric Powell? Powell? Is that what you're trying to say? Powell. Yes. You know what? I was in the West Coast. I'm from New York. My R's and L's are all effed up right now. You're so messing but, with me. Yeah, you're seriously. But Eric Powell now. from 16 Volt, who has been a regular on the show, he is back with Black December. We're about to hear the division of hate. And I love this. I, I just love this stuff. Oh, so. it's so good. Yeah. He, once There's again, another song we listen to. I've had four really of them. Really good. Yeah, yeah man. We're, you're going to hear more from Eric Powell. Trust me. Not Powell. 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 All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Powell. Black <laughs> December.
That was Black December. Eric Powell from 16 Volt. That's his new setup, man. I, that's his new band. I love it. I've heard four, maybe five songs, and they're all good. Aren't you glad to see that he's back? And yes. And I think that there was a... music and... There's a lot to be said there. He needed a, yes. a, a, a refreshing change. Uh, 16 Volt was around sometimes. for like, uh, what, almost 15 to 20 years. <clears throat> yes, he did need a change. And, um, I like, I like what I heard. I love it. Yes. Yes. I do too. I do too. I, I actually, I liked all that I heard. We yes. heard three, four songs. And that was, yeah, I just, I absolutely. And, uh, that was, uh, Division of Hate. Division of Hate. Division of Hate from Black December. Yes. Can't forget to plug the song. But, uh, as for plugging, we should get into our own thing too. I gotta say, you know, uh, we have one more coming up, of course. But, um, at the same time, uh, to find me, I'm at Fairly Dark, Ms. D. I am, where am I? Hmm, at, at Ms. D5 on Twitter. <laughs> and to find the new book, of course, we want the fall of tomorrow still, but yes. we want the new book, Dwelling in the Dark. It is. It's at Amazon.com right now. It's available on Kindle, or you can buy it on paperback. I suggest paperback because you know what? Wouldn't you like to see that spine on your shelf? I know I would. Support your local monsters. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I was on the ninth story with Dan Foytek recently, a show I'm very proud of that's on the Society 13 network. Um, that's all of our shows. You, I mean, of course, you can't miss The Wicked Library with Nelson Piles. You can't miss Prog Watch, TBA with Mr. Pink. You can't miss Mouthing Off with Chris Westrick. <laughs> if you're into your politics, let him piss you off. Absolutely. Of ah. course, Red Horse Radio is back. It's always been there, but now it's on Society 13 Network with John, Dr. John Towers. Just fantastic stuff all around. But the Ninth Story podcast and the Red Horse Radio, that, that, that's the latest we've had. But Ninth Story, we just did a show with Jack Thomas Smith, okay? And um, he is the director of Infliction, just Infliction. It is a found footage film, but it's different and it's more of a psychodrama. We had such a good time. Look up. What the, do you mean by psychodrama? Uh, it's, it, it is just that. I don't want to give too much away. We talk about it enough on the ninth story yeah. podcast with, with Dan and myself. And I gotta say, Jack Thomas Smith is, he is a fanboy himself of horror. And that was, that's what made it so refreshing. Just a, just a great guy. I, I gotta say. But yeah, look up Infliction and watch it if you can. It's, uh, it just went in, I think it's going international very soon. Nice. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway. You know what I also saw? Speaking of, you know, directors that we know, um, I just saw, I think, uh, Scream Park, Carrie Hill. Carrie's been on the show. You bet. Good mm-hmm. friend of Kettle Whistle Radios. Uh, yeah. great, great movie. I love that movie. I think it's in playing in London. I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend. Nice. Good for him. It's a film festival and I believe it's in London. So all of our English listeners. You know what? Head out. Uh, check out where it is in London. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know I saw that. But yeah. congratulations, Carrie. That's like a big achievement. Yes. Big achievement. Carrie Great. Hill, Screen Park. Fantastic. And he's scoring, awesome. He's scoring some points, too. He's getting some names in his- Oh, and they're doing the sequel, the right? Sequel, yeah. Screen Park, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got the lowdown. He hung out with us one night. It was during episode <laughs> 100 that we fil- uh, filmed. <laughs> that we recorded, recorded. right here. Yeah, Thank he, you. He did our 100th episode, but then he, he had all these spoilers he told us the entire screen park too and now if it happens it's like no carrie stop telling us things we want to watch the movie this is a slasher going a completely different direction (laughs) 
Fantastic. Though. Yes, he's planting flowers. He's no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you said a totally different direction. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap this thing up with a really good song from our friends, the Bloody Nerve, who do show up in Dwelling in the Dark. I got to say, there's a little, uh, oh, little, little nod yes, to them is. out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and we're going to play. Is that in my favorite story that they show up? Oh, it's not your favorite story. Which one do they show up? They in? show up in the one that may have shown up on the Wicked Library. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kept thinking they showed up in yeah. residual. They show up in Barren. Um, Barren. Yeah, they're in Barren. Oh, okay. Yes. My yes, adult indeed. mind. Sorry. But yeah, you could you could actually listen to Barren on the Wicked Library because Nelson did a really Although, good job. Although a different episode. different version in your book, a yeah director's cut. Yes. <laughs> but here, here, let's let's listen. How about which song are we gonna play? You wanna play? Uh... Paint Shop. Hmm. The latest release from the Bloody Nerve is Paint Shop. We're going to play yes, that right let's now. Play that. We're going to end on a happy song. note, a little funky blues note. And uh, thanks for listening. And there's a lot more coming, man. I can't even tell you. Like yes. our schedule is full. Exciting so, year ahead. Indeed. Yes. All right. And Peace thanks out. for listening. Bye bye, <laughs> folks, friends, and fiends.
Electricast. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.